Hey, 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 this is Lorena, and you are listening to Transparent Introvert. I am an introvert. I am trying to be transparent. And did I say my name is Lorena? Yes, you are now listening to my podcast. So today's topic is going to be about foster care. Yes, at one point in time, I was a foster child. So before I get into this topic, go ahead and and listen to my last podcast. My last podcast was about being a introvert, being an introvert in general, and the war that an introvert has going on inside of their mind. So go ahead, pause this one, go listen to that one, because you will find out a little bit more about who I am. I am a trend, I am a introvert, and I am trying to be transparent. Now that you're back, let's talk about today's topic foster care. Again, I'm going to let you know, I was in foster care. And no, I wasn't in foster care because of my mom not wanting me or anything of that sort. I was in foster care because nobody couldn't take care of me. And uh, I will kind of explain that a little bit more in another podcast if you want to hear that let me know but uh my mother wasn't able to take care of me my mother was very very sick uh when I went into foster care I'm not sure the nitty-gritty details but what I do know is that I ended up in foster care. Now, my foster care experience that I remember, and no, like some people, they remember what they want to remember, and like, oh, now I'm going to make up some great memories because I want to have a story to tell. No, this is truly my foster care experience. Now, I was put into foster care at a young, at a very, very young age. Young to the point where I was still in Pampers when I ended up in foster care. And I landed with, I can say, the best foster mother ever. Dynamite. If you are thinking about children that have no home, they have no place to stay, or and you just want to temporarily make their lives better, being a foster parent is the way to go. There are millions of children who need guidance they need guidance because for whatever reason their family 
couldn't take care of them or some type of circumstance is making them not have a place to stay, a bed to lay in, or to feel like somebody cares. So if you want to be a foster parent and you feel like you're ready and you have all the love in the world and and you have all the energy to put into a child, even if it's only momentarily, I would suggest being a foster parent. There are millions of children who need it. And in return, you will be blessed. And you never know where life will lead you. But anyway, back to my foster mother. Um, When I first was put into foster care, I was very, very young, still in pampers. That's how young I was. But my foster mother, God rest her soul, she passed away. But my foster mother, and I'm going to put her name out out here because I am so happy, so happy that this is the person that I, that I ended up with, that God blessed me so much that even in bad, in, in, in a bad situation, it turned out and worked out for my good. God blessed me so, so much. And I thank him every day that I did not end up in a ridiculous or abusive or toxic home. I didn't end up losing myself. I didn't end up falling by the wayside. I didn't end up like some foster children have ended up because they fell into the wrong person's home. They were placed into the wrong person's home. My foster mother's name was Gwendolyn Regina Lockley Allen. I owe her my life. And again, God rest her soul because she is no longer on this earth. But I know that she has helped hundreds of children. She has helped hundreds of children. She has opened up her heart to hundreds of children, whether they were at her house for a day, whether they were at her house for a couple months, or she took care of them for a couple years. She touched their lives in the best way possible. And even some who came through her door, she even adopted some. And I thank God for this woman. Now, what made her so great? What made her so great is that she had a passion for children. She cared about children. It wasn't just oh, I'm getting a check and that's it. I don't care about anything else. She genuinely 
cared about children. And I love her for that. She went to every training there was um, needed to be a foster parent. She, man, you, you, you walk in her house, there was always food in the refrigerator. And I don't mean, oh, it's a little bit of food. Man, no. There were all, there was always food in the refrigerator. She was always cooking. So you were never hungry. Never. Never. She had a deep freezer, a stand-up deep freezer, packed with food. Packed with food. And when I say packed with food, she would would buy food, buy, buy meats, and she would separate it and put it in Ziploc bags so that it's enough food in the fr- is it's enough space in the refrigerator to fit more food i'm saying the the bj's gold member type of person um yes always shopping for the children she took care of it was never oh i just want to make money no always shopping for the children that she had always making sure that they had always making sure that they went to the best schools that she possibly could if they were disabled she made sure that they was in programs to to help to help with their disability she did that i watched it she did it she um at the time when I was in in foster care I had a foster sister and being that young you don't know the difference you don't know that this is not your real sister and growing up I thought that this was my real sister because she did not even tell us the difference um so I grew up thinking that this was my sister and it wasn't until I got older and things started to transpire where I started finding out what the truth was. Not saying that she was lying to me, but she was making sure that life was so great for us that we believed in in unicorns and rainbows. That's how great life was. That's how how great, I'm not going to say that's how great life was. That's how great she wanted life for the children that were in her care. Never missed doctor's appointments, anything in her care. She made sure. Um, but I even have, um, if you want to see, if you want to see it, I even have a picture of me and my foster sister. Um, I have a picture and we are dressed like twins. That's, that, that's how amazing she was. She dressed us like we were, we were, we're the same age. Um, but she dressed us like twins. We took professional, um, we took professional photos together and we are dressed like we are sisters and that's how she took care of us. And of, of course, along the way of having us, um, in her care she had other people she got other kids and they came 
they went, we saw, we conquered. We went to school. We, she made sure that we spoke proper. She made sure that we knew what it was to be little girls. She made sure that we had fun, even though she had asthma. So it was a lot of things. She had asthma very, very bad. So it was a lot of things that she couldn't do, but she made sure that we were around people that could do that. Like her, 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 her friends, her friends had kids. We played with them. We got to know them. We did things with them. We didn't know any different. And she made sure that we didn't know we didn't know the negative side of life and and you know that we were in a a, a bad predicament i wouldn't say bad predicament cuz it, it wasn't a bad predicament but she did not growing growing up in her care we did not know that we were not her children she we 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 had caseworkers of course, when you in foster care, you have caseworkers. We know who our case. We don't know about these cases. All we knew was that she told us we had to go to the doctors, and we thinking, oh, okay, all right, we're going to the doctors. But we're not knowing, like, all right, we're talking to this lady. This is not really the doctors. This is actually a caseworker. Well, not a caseworker, but a social worker. But she made sure that we we didn't know any any different that that our lives were not damaged by our circumstances. Then we got a little bit older, and when we got a little bit older, um, and we were with her for a while. When we got a little bit older, my foster sister got adopted. And we figured that whole thing out. Like, oh, she's getting adopted. So then things started to come out. And we, we, we were old enough to, to understand what was really, really, really going on. Um, I ended up being back with my family. And the way that that situation was handled was excellent, was excellent. It wasn't the the losing Isaiah situation where when you watch losing Isaiah, he went from being in this, this home, this foster family, and then just up and... Now you're with somebody else. No, it was, she made sure that it was a transition. It was, it was a trans, a smooth transition. She made sure that for me, it was a smooth transition. So I went from just solely being with her, solely knowing her, knowing her family, knowing her friends and, and, and knowing their kids and them being my cousins and, and, and everything like that. I went from that to slowly but surely, you know, having 
get-togethers at McDonald's with with my royal family and them spending time spending time with me and then me going back home with her and then things like that became more frequent until the day that I actually went to stay with my family my real my biological family now you would think all right okay you transitioned back with your family and every and everything was was great uh you transitioned slowly back with your family everything was great no she made sure that she stayed in contact she made sure that she stayed in contact and when i say she made sure that she stayed in contact i mean every summer every summer until of course when i became a teenager and i became a teenager and wanted to do my own thing um but she made sure that every summer every single summer i stayed with her for the entire summer i would come back home whenever if whenever i wanted to but every summer i would i would stay with her and that the amazing part about it and now that i'm an adult and i and i think about it and i go back back down memory lane that's not something that that she had to do cuz once i was out of her house and the the, the court said okay now custody goes to x y and z she could have been like okay all right now next now now on to the next child yeah she had other children but every summer i would go to her house i would stay at her house and when i would stay at her house i would go to to summer camp and and have loads of fun and my foster sister that i grew up with every summer would come to her house and and we would stay with each other and and go down memory lane and and have fun and and spend time with her and and we would just have an awesome time and then if we ever wanted to come during any holiday she had no problem with that no problem at all we were welcome the other foster children that that she had we called them our brothers and sisters that this is how amazing this woman and again i'm going to say her name her name is gwendolyn Regina Lockley Allen my foster mother i had the pleasure of having her as a foster parent as a foster parent and 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 i'm going to tell you how how deep this thing is not only not only was i welcome in her home after i was given to my family to my biological family and my foster sister was adopted um by her family 
well, not by her family, but she was adopted. Even after that, she would call and she would check up on our families. She would check up on our families. She would call my grandma just to see how her day was. Just to see how her day was. To see how she was doing, how her health was doing. And when when my grandma had had stints in, in the hospital where she wasn't doing well and everything like that, who was calling? Her. She was calling. When when my grandma was having problems with with um maintaining a healthy weight, she she was dropping dropping weight and everything like that. Who was making sure that that she had uh insure and in, in everything else that helped maintain healthy weight without her having to to come out of her pocket? She did. She made sure that she stayed in contact with 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 my family she she made sure that my family had anything that that they needed her and she made sure that I was happy made sure that I was happy she made sure that me and my foster sister were happy At, and no matter how she had to do it i remember when she convinced my foster sister's parents to let my foster sister not just come to her house, but stay at my house so she can get a feel of, of our different worlds and how we are, we were, we are raised totally different. And that because we were raised totally different, it does not change the dynamic of our relationship. I remember that. And I love her for that. So when I, when I say, if you have it in your heart to be a foster parent, there are children out, out here that need your love and support. Yes, it's going to be challenging, but you can do it. And you don't know what that is going to do for that child when they grow up into adulthood or whatever the case may be. You don't know what seeds you are planting, planting by doing this now after I got to a certain age and and then I could navigate on my own like catching the bus knowing what bus to catch and and things of that nature it wasn't just summers that I was spending at her house it wasn't just holidays whenever my grandma or somebody could bring me it was whenever I felt like it. If I, after school, I wanted to go to her house, I could. She had no problem with it at all. No problem at all with it. She would let she would let me or my foster sister, she would let us know if she wasn't going to be home or or anything of that, anything of that nature, if she had some type of class to do or um as it per- pertains to being a foster parent and everything like that she would let us know but at any given time we can come there was no problem with it at all christmas we got christmas gifts 
or birthdays, birthday gifts. She ain't forget nothing. And her family and friends, even though we was we were we were we were uh, her her foster children or whatever, her family and friends still like like we were her her daughters, like she gave birth to us. That's how amazing she was when it was time to go off to college who helped me with my with my applications and my application fees she did when it when I after I got accepted to the colleges that I, I that I applied to who who bent over backwards to make sure that I had the things that I needed for college she did it didn't just stop once we got adopted and got placed with our families it continued on this was was she treated us like we were her children like she gave birth to us and in her mind and in her soul we were her children and we treated her like she was our mother we treated her with the utter, uttermost respect. Yes, just like bad kids. Yes, we got beatings. Yes, we got on punishment. Yes, but even even with that, she loved on us greater than than all of that. Than all of that. When I got married, when I got married, who was there? She was there. She made sure she was there. Um. I had, when I had my reception, my reception was, was far and usually she don't travel that far. She made sure she was there. She was there. When I fell on hard times and, and, and needed food in my refrigerator, who was there? She was, and she asked for nothing. When I didn't have, when I was grown and I didn't have a place to stay, who was like, oh, don't worry about it, baby. I know that you got a job and everything like that. She didn't ask me for money. She didn't ask me for anything. She was like, my main focus is making sure that you are okay. I love you just that much. Making sure that you are okay. Making sure that your family is okay. Making sure that you have the best out of life that you can and yes she was spiritual too which is a plus again I say to you if you want to be a foster parent and you have a love in your heart for it by all means there are children out there that need you there are children out there who will love on you just as much as you will love on them. I'm telling you, it. I had an amazing foster parent. Life wasn't the best for me, but she made sure when it came to her part that I knew that I was loved. When she... When she became sick, she she hid it. She hid it from me. I don't. I can't speak for my foster sister. I cannot speak for her. 
but I can speak for myself. She hid it from me. Now, when people say, oh, yeah, oh, she she's sick. I'm thinking, because she had, like I said, she had asthma very bad. She had asthma very bad. And from the time that I could remember all the way until she breathed, she breathed her last breath. She had asthma real bad. Um, she hid it from me that she was sick. But when I found, I remember the day that she passed away. I was at work. I got a phone call. Again, her family was my family. I got a, a, a call from one of her family members. I'm not naming any names, only her name, because I want, and the only reason that I'm saying her name is because I want y'all to know how special this woman was. So yes, I'm going to put her name all out there. You look on my Facebook, her name is all out there. You look on my Instagram, her name is all out there. Her face is even there. And it's a picture of me and my me and my foster sister and her on my Facebook. And you can see we are like, yo, our eyes are sparkling because of the love that she had for us. But anyway, I, I remember when she passed away, I was at work. I got a phone call from one of her family members um, and they asked me, you know, was I sitting down? Like, yeah, I'm thinking nothing of it because I, I, I promised my foster mom that I was after work, that I was coming to see her. Um, because I haven't, I wasn't, I haven't been there in a while because I was working crazy hours at work. You know how that is. So I promised her that I would come see her because I've been kind of like neglecting going to go see her because I just was working very, very hard and, and trying to establish myself. Um, but family member called and said, are you sitting down? And I'm like, yeah. They like, oh, did you talk to so-and-so? And I'm like, no, just tell me what it is that you have to tell me. And the family member told me. And my reaction was not crying in the phone. My reaction was, I'm gonna call you back. And I, I don't know why that is my reaction when you people tell me bad news. I don't know why, but well, I do know why. I don't like crying in people's ear because you're giving me bad news and you had to muster up enough strength to tell me that. So me crying in your ear, that's tearing down all the strength that you just you just mustered up to tell me what you needed to tell me. I cried from the depths of my soul. When I say that I cried from the depths of my soul, I cried from a place that I did not even know existed. I did not know existed. I, I called my boss and, and I'm like, I need to I, I need to go. And in the job that I had, I had to wait for somebody to come in order for me to leave. I couldn't just leave. I couldn't just leave, but I cried from the depths of my soul. I felt like somebody stabbed me in my heart. 
I, I, I kind of was like hyperventilating too at the same time because I could not believe that the person that has been in my corner for as long as I can remember and who has given me shelter when I didn't have shelter, who counted it not robbery to be there when I needed her and during the good times and the bad times, who made sure that my family was straight, my real family, my biological family, made sure that they were straight. This this person who gives her everything to to give a home to to children that that don't have it or or to children who have disabilities man like like she's so amazing that a, a child that she took in that was disabled that doctor said would never learn how to walk or go to the bathroom on their own she said it is so it's possible and that's why my twitter name is impossible it's impossible because everything is possible so the 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 word impossible is impossible she did it this child that they said would never walk never go to the bathroom on their own without a pamper she made man she was like the devil is a liar the devil is a liar and god is real that, that that child learned how to walk. That child learned how to go to the bathroom on their own. Yes, they did. That child might not could talk, but you knew exactly what that child needed when that child needed that or what the child wanted. Because she taught these she she taught this child a way of communicating. Now you tell me that's not an amazing person. And I know you're listening like, oh, man, you're going on and on and on about this person. But foster people don't realize the importance of a foster parent or foster parents with us. People don't realize it. That children need that. Now, back to um, me talking about the day that she she died. Now, after I cried from a, a, a place that I didn't even know existed. When I finally was able to, to leave and I got in my car and I drove to her house. Walking up the steps, I felt like my feet were, were my shoes were filled with cement walking up up every step onto her porch and then I felt like my body was being weighed down like lead walking through the threshold of the door and when I, I seen like how sick she was to the point where she couldn't get from she couldn't get to the second level of her her house because that's how sick she was to where she had to be accommodated at the first level and the things that she needed to to accommodate her 
it hurt my heart. I I I had to try to be I had to try to be strong because the the the, the foster children and, and the children that she adopted were there. They were there. They were in the house and, and they were happy to see me and not realizing that this was a sad moment. And every, every and and looking around looking around her house, I, I seen the pictures that she had up of of me and my foster sister and my foster brothers and, and sisters and, and, and the foster children that she has had over the years and the ones that she adopted, seeing the pictures and everything like that that they're up and, and she dusted them and, and everything like that. And and knowing that, like, this person that I owe my life to is gone. It's gone. That was one of the hardest pills to swallow, that this amazing woman is no longer here. And she is no longer going to be able to open up her home and her heart to children in need. Children without disabilities and children with disabilities. A child was a child to her. She didn't see any difference. And if they needed any type of accommodation, she made sure she had it. That is my experience with my foster mother. That is one of the best things that has ever happened to me in life. She is a queen. She is a a diamond in the rough. She is my ruby. She is my emerald. She is everything possible. And my foster mother's name, Gwen Regina Lockley Allen. I'm going to say it again. If you want to be a foster parent, you have it in your heart. And it's not just about a paycheck, but... You have it in your heart to help children. You want to love and, and you want somebody to love you back and you want to love them in spite of whatever it is, whether it's a disability or, or, or they might be, I mean, born born with a, 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 a disease or, or it could be a disease that's physical or mental or whatever the case may be, you want to give a home in your heart to a child. Go ahead. There are children who need that. And as much as we hear about uh, uh, foster homes being bad, not every foster home is bad. Not every foster parent is bad. And you yourself my listeners to this podcast, you can add to the good foster parents. 
You can add to it. I'm advocating for it. I'm a strong believer in it. Tomorrow is not promised. And you don't know what seeds you are planting in that child's life. No matter whether you feel like, like, oh, you're not making a difference with this child. Oh, this child still has, has behavioral issues or whatever. They may have behavioral issues, but you just giving them love, that might be that, that, that thing that keeps them out of prison. That might be that thing that might keep them off of drugs. That might be that thing that make them be like, okay, I am breaking generational curses. You might be that person. Plant the seed. Be a foster parent. I know my foster mom, she kept me from going down that road of of being in and out of jail, juvenile detention centers and in, in jail. She kept me from being a, a drug addict. She kept me from being an alcoholic. She kept me from wanting to just ruin my life. Why? Because she cared. She cared from the first time that she laid eyes on me until she closed her eyes. And I love her for that. I love her for that. Now, to my listeners, give me some feedback. Give me feedback. I want feedback. This is a a sensitive topic for me. And as you can see, I'm not playing around and joking and everything like that. Like I normally do on my podcast, I, I, I kind of be a little jokey, jokey. This is, this is real for me. This is my life. I'm being transparent. I am trying to be transparent. And I'm also an introvert. But this is a small peek into the window of my life. Come on, come on this journey with me. You know, get to know me. I want to get to know you. What do you think about foster care? Being a foster being a foster parent. Have you ever been a foster child? Come on, I need your feedback. Let me know. Let this be a a open dialogue. Be an open dialogue. You be the difference. Talk to me. Trust me, I'm going to talk back to you. All you got to do is is ask a question. You can ask questions and I keep it anonymous or you can ask questions or we you you can give me not even just ask questions but you can give me your opinion or make statements about it. I keep it anonymous or I I give you a shout out on my podcast. Like come on, let's do this. Let's 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 be better. Let's make let's make this a, a better world. We live in chaos. Sometimes it seems insane. But be that be that that sanity for that that child that needs you. Be that peace for that child that needs you. Love and be loved. Again, this is my my story about being in in foster care. Hmm. 
I just told you a lot. Come on, talk to me. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Rain.